Thank you for sucking my dick. <laughs> Can you imagine actually doing saying that after that? Like you're just like, all right, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to. <laughs> then the whole, like she just gets you there. Then you're like, thank you for sucking my dick. Yeah, she's like, she's like, instant, instant regret. Oh, and her like eyes are closed, and she's just like taking a second. And she just hears, "Thank you for sucking my dick." You made me come so quick. Thank you for sucking my dick. You realize the regret she would go home with. She's just driving home and, and like not even the radio would be on. She'd just be like, what? Like that, yeah, that's what I did that tonight. That's what but as she's driving home, she's like, she like sings it in her head again and she kind of bobs a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, it's, it creates an earworm and makes her even more pissed. <laughs> Fuck. And then next time she goes to suck some dude's dick, she... <laughs> what are you doing down there? No, I just think about the this last time I sucked so much. You know, something that McKenna said a couple of weeks ago, she was like, why are all your songs? I was just about to say that too. We've just, always done that. I swear all my parodies and shit like that are songs are always about either sucking dick or food. I just mentioned food. I like sucking dick and eating apple pie. <laughs> and I don't know why. You like sucking dick at midnight. <laughs> And eating pie in the rain. <laughs> if you're not into coming, are you into carvel cake? You in the carvel cake? If you're not into coming, are you in the carvel cake? Because we can get that too. <laughs> I love that that song is just about two uh, people ready to cheat on one another, and they both find out that they're shitheads yeah and then they just laugh about it and they're like let's have some pina coladas <laughs> and then go back to our miserable lives mm-hmm. if you like <laughs> <laughs> um, all right i just imagine putting out because the, the song it's if you like pina coladas or something like that in the ad like someone put an ad in the paper or something and mm-hmm. i just imagine if you like sucking dick at midnight call this <laughs> if you like sucking dick, call this number it's on a uh, telephone pole and it's one of those little tabs that you take <laughs> oh he looks like oh he looks around the... never know Hello. 
Hi, yeah. Um, I saw your flyer on the corner of Barcelona and Cape. Mm-hmm. Um, just inquiring about the uh, the position. You mean the um, the midnight position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dick sucking at midnight. Yeah. How old are you? Twenty six. That's fine. Can you meet me behind the um, pink hot dogs? Uh, the... sure. Like right, at, like at midnight, or? Yeah, I've been. Uh, you, you, you did read the flyer, right? Yep, yep. Just want to make sure. Um, what should uh, will you be the only one there, or should I? Yep. Who? Okay. It'll just be All me. Right. Do you want to know my name? Uh, sure. Not gonna give it. Pink hot dogs on eighty fifth. Okay. Um, don't bring anyone. All right. Okay, and uh, if you want to be cordial, uh, I don't know, maybe eleven fifty nine. Okay, I'm usually fifteen minutes early to everything, so. Good, good, but. We'll begin at, at midnight. Okay. Points. So, um, all right. Thank you. And your name was Dale. Doesn't matter. And right. uh, we'll we'll see you there. Alrighty. Sounds good. See you in a bit. Fast forward to that night at midnight. I roll in in my car, and you just hear like the faint hum of the radio. If you like being your colada. <laughs> just in the alley now. Yeah, I'm just like sitting there looking around. Hey, uh, uh, huh, were you heard me? You were here to talk to on the phone? Yeah. Uh, I, po- I pointed, I pointed as if like <laughs> your name. I take one big step out from behind the dumpster. <laughs> hey. Hello. Oh, hey. Hi. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and get started here. There we go. <laughs> All right. Um, once again, you read the flyer f- completely. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, my my guy's just standing there, like pants down with like a soft dick. Just it's, <laughs> it's exposed. But now I'm gonna double check one more time. You did read everything, right? Yeah, just you know, dick sucking at midnight. Okay. Right? Well, let's, okay. Let's not say it out loud again. But um, okay. Well, let's go ahead and begin. <laughs> and gets down on two knees of front and he's just staring at this like soft dick and he watches it slowly just tick up just slowly grow we want the guys like his hands are like behind his own head like <clears throat> all right and here we go cops driving by Looks down the alleyway. A subtle wave. He's... The cop drives off. <laughs> Must have been that flyer. Then I just finish up. And then, meanwhile, my guy's like, <clears throat> and I'm like, thank you for sucking my dick. <laughs> and that's the origin oh. of what, what happened. Oh, and then that guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Here you go. Thank you for sucking my dick. I was already hooked on the, if you like sucking dick at midnight. I was like, I forgot that yeah. jingle. We came back around. We came full circle. He definitely came full circle. I said that. I said <laughs> Guy that sucks his dick, says thanks, gets in his car and leaves, and that's the that's his night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not my worst Friday night. Yeah. Well, speaking of age, how'd this movie make you feel? 
<laughs> like I was a kid again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, when did you, when were you born or did you grow up in the 80s or no? You're like early 90s, right? I'm, you're a only a- I'm a child of the 80s. Um, although I go, I'm 29. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a brief foray right at the end of the 80s. You know what? I was actually born in the summer Ooh. of the 80s. Granted, it was 89. I got a little bit of 80s in there. So I got to, my, I was physically present in the 80s. Well, what's cool is usually, you know, obviously, whatever decade you're in, a little bit of that decade beforehand follows you into the early years of the. Absolutely. You know, so with me, I was born in 1995. So obviously, I didn't get to really experience the 90s, but early 2000s, the 90s still kind of trickled into. So I honestly feel like a 90s kid. Um, I grew up with VHS tapes and no cell phones, no social media, uh, you know, all the cool shit. Yeah. And so I can kind of relate to the nostalgia of the 80s. And that's why I love Stranger Things and things like that. Um, Even though I wasn't around for it, I get the vibe. I at least had a little bit of taste of it with the 90s um and it's 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 i crave it it's like i fucking love that vibe i'm right i'm right there with you i'm exactly the same like even with um you know it yeah um you know the newer newer ones how it was set in the 80s and them riding their bikes around and uh what was it uh freddy's dead was on the marquee at the in the movie theaters when they were driving around i love all that shit obviously stranger things as well which definitely got a bit of that vibe from this because i assume that this was a movie made kind of so this was what when did this movie come out was, was so it- that's what yeah that so the reason i picked this was because i had heard about it for a long time even when it was originally coming out and the only reason i didn't want to watch it was because stranger things had come out in 2016 it chapter one came out in i believe it was tw- it was either 2017 or 2018 maybe before this and then this came out right after that so it was just like fuck it's too it's you know the kids in the 80s it's called summer of 84 so it takes place in the 80s during the summer in this like suburbia and it's four kids riding bikes and it's very stranger things it chapter one and so i was just like fuck you know i don't really care i'm kind of tapped out because stranger things it back to back and then this so i kind of let this go whatever go by but i like the trailer and it looked fun but i just let it go and then i don't and then it finally came to shutter and somehow and i kept seeing the poster i don't know if you saw the poster with the milk carton on the front yeah and i just thought it was such a cool poster and then i saw i think a clip of it or something and forgot about it again but then the uh at that same time the ending was or kind of towards the ending was spoiled for me uh... which which is a huge bummer but that's awful yeah so i want to get this right out of the way i know we we stopped saying this but like this is 100 percent. if you have not seen this movie do not listen to this yeah stop it right here for this one yeah. more more so for this one than any other yeah one because um, you knew nothing about this nothing knew, nothing went in completely cold yeah. i unfortunately knew not how it ended exactly but i knew a certain thing that happens at the end so that was kind of a bummer going in but that's kind of honestly what made me choose this movie because i remembered that that and i was like you know i want to see that scene 
So I actually just went and said, fuck it. I'm not going to watch the movie. I'm just going to watch that scene. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and it made me, I was like, I got to watch this fucking movie. I got to see what leads up to this. Okay. We'll bring and, up that. When we get to that scene, mention like point out that that was okay. the scene that you watched yeah. then that way yeah. we can actually go through this one a little bit because and i thought it was going to ruin my uh so because i knew that i was like okay cool i'm going to pick this for jeff because this is a cool one for him to watch and maybe this is more up his alley plus i wanted to see if i would still like the movie knowing what i knew and honestly dude it affected it obviously a little bit because i knew but i was still just it took me in and I was in it. I was loving the vibe. I had to watch it on my phone in the car ride home, but I was, I mean, I had my hoodie on over me and I was like in my own little, like little world just under my hoodie watching this. And I was fucking in it. And during the tense moments and everything, I was just, it had me hooked, even though I knew what was kind of going to happen. Wait, so you watched this, you actually watched this movie just for the first time, just now driving home. Yeah. Because I watched that clip a few weeks ago. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. By the way, I don't support that. Anyone listening, don't watch movies while you're driving home. And you're no, 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 no. I didn't watch I was I was a rider. My aunt was driving us home. Oh from, god. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you had driven there. I was like, that is so dangerous. I was like, why? I thought it was like up on the dash, and you're just no, like, no, no. One of those movie watching experiences. No, right? I downloaded it to my phone and had it in the car ride while my aunt was driving. Right. Well, good, good. And it was just, it was a great experience. And I wish it hadn't been spoiled, but I just bought it on Amazon because I fucking loved it. Mm. And it, I'll watch it again. And uh, oh, I want to show you, me. You bought it to keep. Like you, it's on your, it's, yeah. you have it now. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, I would totally own this movie as well. I know, I mean, I guess no point in saving it. I, you'll pick up on it as we go along. Um, mystery, thriller horror adventure a little bit adventure uh like my first note was 80s bro like as soon as it started off i was like oh i'm gonna enjoy this already and the kid had like uh uh an alien sticker on his bike which is the same like type of alien i used to draw as a kid i have a tattoos of and he was wearing an area 51 alien shirt and i was like all right like i'm in this is gonna be a fun ride and I didn't expect the ride that I was about to take me on. And it's an hour and 40 something minutes. Yeah. And you would think, it's not like you, like, I thought, I actually thought I seen it labeled a slasher at a few points on certain things. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I'd seen that. So I definitely threw it for a loop. But uh, even without getting that gore and the kills, I was highly invested from the moment it started. And then the payoff and what it built it was like holy fucking shit yeah dude i i mean it was excellent i mean we're, there's gonna be a lot to cover for sure here yeah i mean right off the, the right off the bat it hooks you in with the 80s and i, I mean e- even though i was a little tapped out because of stranger things i honestly think by the end of this i said you know what it's a fucking shame because i like this way more than stranger things or it chapter one i love stranger Whoa. things but this i think i fell in love with this because it's more grounded this is something that could actually that could happen today that could happen you know what i mean it's not crazy clown monsters and crazy scientists in a lab making shit in other dimensions it's just about a serial killer in the 80s and 
these neighborhood kids. And it feels like a movie I could make if I had the money to dress up a neighborhood like the 80s. Not talking myself up, but it feels like the kind of movie that I would try to make. Um, I liken this to um, anyone who gets hooked on those murder shows like on the ID network and like, like instead of you know people like i used to i would watch those shows for hours just on real real stories that have happened now think about creative people deciding to like hey let's actually just like write our own story about that use things from these stories let's forget the like like um and make you care about the characters and things like that it's like if they like the id network made a legit like wrote a movie about it and i was just so captivated and invested in it and there are so many i was actually i'm uh i know enough about and read enough about serial killers i was actually picking up on real things i was like i wonder yeah. if that was a nod to this and I, so after i watched it i looked it up and sure enough like things i picked up on were actually nods to real serial killers yeah. this felt so real yeah on a lot of different aspects to the point where my stomach was just the anxiety and the tension i felt just kind of ill because i knew what was coming but i still was like ah, i don't know what else is going to fucking happen yeah the poop (laughs) yeah that's what it was uh but yeah i like this more also because it just felt it was subtle it was the 80s but it's not stranger things they kind of go overboard i mean there's fucking popular pop culture 80s horror movies posters on the walls and stranger things there's all these references and everything this was a little bit more scaled back realistic and it in my opinion more effective and i like the kids in this way more i thought they were really great and the chemistry was just there right from the get-go and the movie hooks you in from the start that first scene with him and mackie Uh like helping him in the house i was i was fucking in it okay that was such an excellent start because that was one of my very first notes too is uh Mackie did such a great job providing an uncomfortability and sketchiness when a lot of times I'm going in automatically thinking like, okay, if they're going to beat you over the head with this person where it's making it seem obvious that it's him, that's probably going to be your red herring. But as this movie went on, I was actually thinking, I even said out loud, I was like, oh, this could be, I was like, if the writing is good enough, they're going to end up making the obvious person the killer and it won't be a disappointment. Which, spoiler alert, the killer that the kid thinks is the killer the entire time is indeed, that's, that's the case. Yeah. So, like, he, I, I mean, and by the way, and I remember I was sitting there thinking, like, where do I know this guy from? It was uh, the office. <laughs> yes, it, yeah. Pam, Pam's friend in uh, New York or whatever <laughs> for her art school. Dude, I, yeah, I, I. When I saw the trailer for this, I, I knew the guy right away. I said, oh, what the fuck? Oh, he's in this? Okay. And I remember the time thinking, you know what? That's one little extra thing that makes me not want to watch this. Because I didn't like him in the office. Because it was so obvious that he was into Pam. And so I just kind of attributed his character to him. And I said, fuck off, you chubby piece of shit. <laughs> but he steals the flick. He's so and good. He, he's <laughs> awesome. He was the perfect choice for this. Uh, I'd love to see him act in some more shit like this. Um, As we go along, we're, I, we're, I, I hopefully I have my notes lined up to where I really explain just how well they pulled this off. Yeah, because it could have been stupid as fuck, or it could have just been su- just eh. 
um, because it's not a terribly original premise. There's been, I feel like I've seen this kind of movie before with Disturbia or Rear Window or, you know, and it chapter one, Stranger Things, other shit like that. But it just kind of, it blends all that in and just kind of still gives it a fresh take and makes it fun. And it, at one minute you're having an adventure with these kids and the other minute you're sitting there head in your hands, just like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, the anxiety's well, getting to you. That goes back to my uh, analogy with the, my relation to the like shows on the ID network, ID channel, whatever, is that a lot of the stories are kind of the same premise. It's like, there's a whole show just of like wives who are trying to kill their husbands. It's kind of yeah. the same shit, but you're interested and captivated in every uh, different story. There's different people, there's different characters and some little things are changed from the way that they kill them or whatever their background story is, the reasoning, whatever it may be. And even though this may seem uh, not the most like creative thing in the world, it's real and it's engaging and everyone does such a great job that it's, it just pulls it off. So it's, yeah. it's, it's just like that. Like, that's why like, I'll keep watching every episode of that show. And I was hooked through that, this entire movie. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, just going through this movie with, okay, like for example, you're automatically thinking, maybe it's not going to be the most obvious guy that he's thinking. Right. Like maybe it's not going to be right. And then you're going to find out and they throw enough at you to the point where, um, so there's a, a female character uh, our leads, our kid lead, Davy. Davy, his former babysitter. He has like a big thing for. Her. She lives right across the street. It's the binoculars to the looking in her window, which had a good like '80s vibe to it, into itself right there. There was a point in this movie where when she showed up, kind of like acting like maybe she was into Davy. There was a part of me I was like, okay. My first thought was it's going to be the guy who is the most. I was like, the writing's going to be might be good enough in this movie that it will just be the guy who we think it is when he who he thinks it is, and it won't be disappointing. But when that girl started doing that and they were hanging out and talking, there was a part of me that was like, or I was like, oh, you know what? If that's not the case, I could see it was all young boys. Maybe she's yeah. luring these young boys in. And she's the one killing these people, like this babysitter character who has the divorced parents, and she decided to flip her shit and suck her and like seduce, like a succubus type thing. I had that like thought too, <clears throat> and more throughout this movie, too. So it's right. like they threw you some curveballs, and you know. Well, see, for me, I didn't get that obviously because I knew who the killer was. Right. Um, but that said, I it still it still managed to make me go. Maybe there's more to it though because mm-hmm. they it was really good at that so i would i i even though i knew it, it still left me with what the fuck is going to happen which is which i think is uh a strong selling point of the movie the fact that i knew a twist and it didn't ruin the movie for me that's or not crazy, a twist yeah. but a but a uh important thing i hate that that happened for you but i also it is nice to have a, a that opinion in this conversation of someone who actually if anything it. it actually made me feel even more tragic it made me pay more attention to certain True. character character moments because i knew what was co- so every time you know i was like fuck these mo-, i was like these filmmakers are fucking me up and i feel bad for jeff because he doesn't know what's coming so if he's getting into this movie it's probably going to affect him pretty pretty hard because he's he'll he'll catch up on these things too so this is why um, also right then and there like this is automatically makes for a good rewatch 
like now yeah. I, I would love to rewatch from the beginning and now I'll see all these other subtleties and things that are like oh okay like it was right like automatically like I would watch this again like soon yeah and it's a and it's like a mystery thriller and I would still watch it again soon which yeah. also I think speaks for it and I've heard nothing about this movie and I left it thinking like wow like what a fucking ride I just got took for there like I was in the 80s with these kids and this like I just I did write down uh getting off like the main plot for a little bit our group of uh kids we got like the uh the heavy set kid with the fro with like the curly hair Caleb or Woody Woody uh the nerdier kid our lead and uh the cool the cool one of the group who wore like the leather jackets and stole I think his name was Eats I think his name was the that was his last name was like Eaton so I think they called him Maybe. Eats now did it they should have called like... the fat kid eats but the cool kid you know he had like the older brother and i guess came from like kind of a shit family he had his own little backstory as well but did it look like his face was kind of orange like they were trying to like as, as if the kid like the, the actor had like real acne there was a few scenes where he turned his head and almost I almost thought I could see like where the orange stopped. And I was thinking, I was like, is that like a character? Well, yeah, I watched this on my phone, so I didn't see that. Oh, okay. He seemed he came off orange in the face to me at multiple times. Like there's like so much makeup on his face. Covering. I didn't catch that now. <laughs> oh. I'll have to check that out on the rewatch. But again, it could um, be could be crazy. I don't know. But I, I love that we just over. get four that we just got four characters. I was so happy that we didn't have, I thought it was going to be like six kids or something for some reason. That's what I thought I remember seeing in the trailer. I, and I did like Davey and the the babysitter character. I will say though, if you go back and rewatch it, it kind of feels a little forced because she doesn't really do anything story-wise for anything other than provide Davey some character building scenes and things like that, which I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember at one point there was like one scene where I, I, I enjoyed it, but I was like, okay, you know what? I really don't want to sit with you and the babysitter right now, Davey. I want to go back to the, to what's really driving this movie. And it only happened right. once, and that's the only time it kind of lost me. But what they were talking about was actually pretty engaging, and it like comes back later, so it's you not mean, a negative. Was it when they were sitting outside, like on the rocks by the water? I think so. I think that's what it was. See, I think for me, uh why maybe I didn't feel the same way during that is because that was the scene where I started to think like, oh, maybe she's, I was in my head so busy thinking of it. Oh, maybe she's seducing, like she's a little bit older. They established she was older. She used to be a babysitter. So maybe she was, that made me like, I was, like I said, I was thinking throughout this entire movie. So that's the scene I was thinking maybe she could have possibly. It wasn't actually that one. It was the one where he gets grounded and then she's like, can you come over? And then they're sitting on her bed and she's talking about how she's leaving. Because uh, okay. she has like three scenes with her where they talk. And it was a third, that last one where I was just like, okay, come on. Like, get back to what's happened. Because because what happened before that, when he had to go over and apologize, now I'm just like, what's, holy fuck. Because I did not see that coming. Um, but the whole movie, you know, starts off right away with Davey helping his neighbor Mr. Mackey load something down in the basement and there's a lock on the door 
and the basement's kind of creepy and there's these photo family photos scattered throughout the house which i love that that makes a comeback yeah, later and has a tie such good foreshadowing right there but wow you have like i and that's something that they didn't need to essentially explain to me they did a good job of portraying the story well enough to where i was picking up on it right be- before they yeah. told me which is the yeah. sign of great like really great writing wow you have a lot of family like why don't you come inside and you know help me move this thing down to the basement and you're automatically like ah oh, shit i was like is this yeah. movie going to start off with something fucking gnarly because i didn't even know who the lead was for all i know this kid could have just been fodder for a kill right in the beginning but uh yeah you have a sure do have a lot of family and because he's looking at all the pictures inside his house on the wall and then at the end you find out these these are all the fucking families of the people that were killed and the kids that were killed it's like fuck like that's so you watch it back it's so haunting so for a rewatch that would be like oh my god he's in his house with this murderer yeah that's the thing is it's because I, I knew he was the killer at the beginning so just knowing he was in the house looking at this shit i said this is so and then when you find out that the killer is i mean like who the you're inviting the kid down in the basement where you have your killer dungeon i just thought it was so ballsy of him to do and then here's his victims right on the wall but he's so confident that this kid isn't gonna put two and two together and he pays for it later on and by the way if we haven't mentioned uh mackie's a cop so that also helps his um like with people like well why would it be but then again that's also taken from a real life what was it the golden state killer does that sound right uh one of these one of the people one of these uh famous killers from back in the days was a cop i believe it was the golden state killer maybe it was something else um now he was also wayne mackey right was his name yeah yeah so i i was thinking ahead of time but as i was noticing a bunch of different things what finally before getting the realization of that he was the killer i was pretty confident that he was because i was putting together all these things i was like oh i think these are subtle hints yeah well at one point he drives a he has a Volkswagen. second car that's hidden in the garage. Yeah, and that's the same car that I think Jeffrey Dahmer or something drove. Uh, Ted Bundy. Um, Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. So let's detour about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Real life serial killers. Um, there's like this weird, I don't even know what you would fucking call it, but like group that like real crime, that love serial killers, that love reading about it. Well, I mean, how many, it seems like there's a new Ted Bundy movie or documentary every fucking year over the past like eight years me i personally don't really give a fuck about real serial killers because to me they're fucking criminal psychopaths who have caused so much murder and misery and rape and cannibal cannibals like fuck and people go and get tattoos of these motherfuckers and they're like oh my god ted bundy was so fucking hot he could bang me right now and i'm just like what the fuck you guys are sick i I'm fine with Jason Voorhees tattoos because it's fucking fake and it's fun. But the minute you start, oh man, I'd fuck the shit out of Ted Bundy or, hey, look, I have John Wayne Gacy, a painting of John Wayne Gacy's uh, in my hallway. I get the, the, I get the appeal in some way. I understand like the weird, I don't, you almost kind of disenfranchise it from real life. It becomes its own kind of mythos. I get it to an extent but people take it fucking overboard to where they think it's fun. And I'm like, there's still families like suffering, like fucking like imagine it's like, yeah, my daughter was eaten or was fucking raped and brutally murdered by Ted Bundy. And I, you know, people are out there with tattoos and buying shirts of like I'm with Ted Bundy. And it's just so fucking disgusting. And that's why in this movie, 
at first I really hated Davy because Davy's like, when he finds out that there's a real serial killer loose in their town or whatever, he's just like, finally something exciting is happening. And I get it. He's a dumb kid who's more, but at first it was just like, dude, you do not fucking realize the actual danger. Yeah. That kid, that kid was so sick. He probably grew up and got like a tattoo of Charlie Manson on his arm. That's where the vibe I got from Davy. (laughs) That's a little different. How so? I don't know. To me, it's different because he didn't actually commit. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Guys, by the way, I'm saying this because I have a, I have a Charles Manson tattoo, but I really like uh, some of his music. I think it's for real pretty good. Uh, look up Six City, guys. Manson covered it too. Uh, I, I mean, j- Marilyn covered it too. But look well, up I hope Charles. you really didn't think I was talking about you. What? Because no. I, I, I think I don't think that way about you. I think that you would not be ha- you would not put up a Ted Bundy poster oh. in your in, in your horror room i don't know i wouldn't put up like a btk killer uh i wouldn't get a btk tattoo concerned yeah you know, just like he, actually uh, i got this shirt uh <laughs> the shirt's a btk killer uh you know being thing. the being the father of two uh little beautiful girls i someone who uh tied some up and jerked off on their dead bodies i don't think i'd get that tattooed on me so yeah i i, I, <laughs> I guess there is a little bit of a difference there but a good guy but I love that the movie kind of uh, com- com- comments on that a little bit with Davy and him just being sucked up into this adventure instead of like, hey, kid, this is not something you should actually be fucking with. But I get it in the 80s, you know, it, it, you didn't have social media, you didn't have all this shit. So it's just like hey, small 80s, town living. Serial killers were all the rage, man. Yeah. But, wild. It, but that's another thing about this movie is that at the beginning I kind of hated Davy. I liked his friends, but Davy just kind of annoyed me. But by the end of the movie, obviously I, I fucking loved all of them. And he I hate to say it, but he he kind of gets what he deserves. He learns a fucking hard lesson. And that's what that's something that I respect a lot about this movie is that it could have ended 15 minutes earlier than it does, and it would have been okay. It would have been a good, solid, like, nice summer. Well, wait, well, wait, you mean, you, would you have been okay if it ended with the Davy and Woody high five? Like, where's he gonna, where's he gonna hide? High five. And then, cause it did fade to black over the cops. Yeah. Lights. Yeah. I would have been like, that was fun. That was a solid, you know, like, mystery flick, but I knew it wasn't going to end that way, obviously. Um, okay. But still, I, so, when that, when that happened for me, there was a part like I'm glad they did the black. I didn't think it was gonna end, but right. it did fade to black, and it stayed black. And there was a part of me that was just like, um, and then when it came back, it did. It didn't make me go, oh, thank God. It made me go like, oh shit, we are still in for some shit. Because I was like, if you if you fade to black and you come back, they have to have something solid to come back with. And of course, fucking hell, they did. You know what I mean? And they built me up for that. Well, speaking of coming back, we'll be back in a minute after this break because I think my dog's dying. So, oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back, guys. We'll be back. Sorry again if you're grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. Um, all right. Sorry about that. It's fine. Just don't yell at me. 
what were we talking about coming we were talking about uh fuck what was our point that we were talking about so that we can come back i'll never remember all right well we're back (laughs) (laughs) we're back whatever uh but uh, yeah so they uh, i like that we were talking about the ending of this movie you said it faded to black and then we come back and there's Mm. more to it don't Mm. get me wrong i mean i'm that this movie needed that for sure but what i am saying is that the movie was really successful and fun that if it had ended happily ever after i wouldn't have been too disappointed because i liked these characters i liked the fun we had but the end is certainly what made it in my opinion what made this a classic not saying this is a masterpiece but it's a i think it's a classic yeah no I, an underrated classic yeah i mean i guess it could have um there we go could have ended there but uh yes when i think that fade out and then faded back in was definitely the the difference maker between like oh dude this shit's next level <laughs> holy shit uh okay just a back check these kids are what uh 15 15 yep uh i that one the the cool kid of the group yeah even at 15 he was crazy horny <laughs> you know i they, the dialogue was a little amped up with him a little and bit. I, I was like you know i bet jeff's gonna think fuck that kid or you know like this is kind of they kind of had his dialogue overboard um i mean there was a point where they were digging through mackie's trash he was if i find a used condom i'm gonna be so jealous (laughs) (laughs) and then i love they had an ongoing bit though where he kept putting porno mags down his in his shorts and then putting his shirt over it you remember that like in the he stole a national geographic or something like that because it had a boob in it (laughs) Free, free porn and then in the same trash, they found a uh, the, a porno mag, and he puts that away too. No, he they took the mailbox for that. Turns out Mac had a subscription. Oh, okay. But, oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. But he did, but he did steal that too, and it's like he just keeps shoving stuff down his pants and talking about just banging uh, Woody's mom, and it, yeah, he was very he was he was a hornball, but, but it's still likable. Like they all had, they all worked together. The only one I didn't like was the nerdy kid. Cause he was, to me, he was, they didn't spend a lot of time with him and his family or anything. They showed us the, the horny kid. They showed us uh, Woody's him and his mom's situation, which is really sad. Like, I guess she's struggling yeah. and yeah. depression or whatever and working it hard and they're trying to pay the bills. And so they're having we'll, a rough go. And we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, yeah. we'll call, we'll call back to that. But they never show us this, the nerdy kid. They never show us anything with him to really give us kind of anything. Mm. So honestly, by the end of it, I hated him. I hated that he didn't believe his friend that he kind of was just like, ah, fuck. I don't know. Uh, he didn't really add anything to the group. He was just a whiny little nerdy fucking. A little bit. I, I guess he just I'm out of the, yeah, I guess he had the, the least out of the, the little crew there, but I, I didn't hate or dislike anyone but yeah he had the less stakes involved he was kind of the nerdy guy and uh i guess his main two things were being like you know i'm the um i don't know i'm the so-and-so of the group or i'll take the where he he actually like went to the because there was actually a party to where as soon as all this shit comes to a head 
and they confront Mackie as being the killer. Uh, it just happens like the next day or so, he's the officer that finds the killer, supposedly. The, yeah, yeah. the what was it? What, the Cape? Cape May Slayer. The Cape May Slayer. Uh, and they so the whole town threw like a big party for that officer and everything. And the nerdy kid went to the party like undercover with his walkie talkie that they but he was just so like not wanting to be a part of it though he was just no, yeah. like he's like i'll do it because i'm going but fuck. and then he gives up halfway through like a little fucking bitch i hate that you know what <laughs> oh <laughs> all right all right yeah because um, uh it's I, I i think they do a good job too like davy is the one that gets everybody on board like yeah. and, and they're all like oh great davy here go here we go they did a good job of making it seem like here we go again with davy like and they gave examples of past times where he thought this or thought this or wrongly yeah. thought this, but they all went with them anyway. And he, they finally got them all on board. They, they all, all hands in the middle and they had like a little fun stakeout research montage. Yeah. For Mackie. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I enjoyed that. They're all peeking out behind shit and they're watching Mackie. It's fun. It's event. And it, the movie doesn't feel as heavy, even though it's dealing with a pretty heavy thing. It does. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel fun and light. Um, which is important as we get later into the movie. But I love that like Woody's the loyal friend, even though he's scared shitless of what they're doing, but he's loyal. Then yeah. the 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 horny kid, he just tries not tries to have that like I don't give a fuck attitude, but he's also a really good friend. And then the nerd. Um, I love the scene where they're all drinking. The nerdy kid's like, look, I stole from my dad. And they all go, you know, fuck. And then the, the, the horny kid gets and he's like, you guys just haven't don't know what it's like to be a man yet. And he takes a sip and such a good fucking moment because you can see him hide it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. And we also have great. Uh, I think we uh, at some point we had the moment where uh, Woody took his mom's car. It was driving the cop pulls him over. And yeah. the cops like, Woody, if I didn't, you know, I, I would bust you right now if it wasn't if I didn't have to look your mom in the eyes on Sunday morning at church or whatever it was. Yeah. And he looks in the back and he sees the horny kid and said like eats or whatever his name is. And he goes, it's good to see you again, officer. Like give him like a background. Like, I guess he's constantly <laughs> get like he's the bad boy, you know, he's the AJ of the best. That's boys. what's so awesome is later at the end when we see him coming out of his house crying because him and his mom, dad, I guess, are fighting. And yeah, we see that was, his that asshole a- stepbrother. That was a good moment. That was actually it uh, was short, and yep. that's all we needed. Same goes back with um Woody when he's like, I'll be back, I'll get my stuff and come back and I spend the night with you tonight to Davy. And he goes back to get his stuff, but he his mom is like, has like I think she had a bottle of booze on the counter, and she was crying. And he just yeah. like looks down, kind of like <sighs> closes the door back and like puts a blanket over and says, I love you, mom. And and then they had a brief little dialogue about it later like hey by the way what happened i thought you were coming back last night he goes oh something you know came up with my mom or whatever it's like they were very minimal but they told everything or did they pulled it off with with doing not without doing a lot which was fucking awesome like i cared i cared about like woody's character that's why when we get to that point later on it's yeah fucked and well they and they do so many cool things that really make you feel the just you feel like a kid again with them and you remember moments like that from maybe your youth that like the scene when they break into the or they'd go into the house of the kid that they think is missing and then they find the babysitter in there watching the cats or whatever and they have their little thing and they're like wait you guys have really been hanging out together 
and she leans over into him and she's like he's more of a man than any of you guys and then she walks around the corner and they're all like dude it's so cute and it warmed my heart and she's around the corner just kind of like you know smiling to herself she she knows what she just did for like davy and stuff like that also when they went into that house and they were like going through with the flashlights and saw dark and like the lights don't work they're trying to flip the switch i was i was like okay without this is before she mentioned like the babysitter shows up and i'm here watching the cats or whatever i was like all right what's the jump scare and i was like okay a fucking cat's gonna jump up on the counter because it's always a fucking cat like (laughs) and then you're like you jump but instead the jump scare was like a telephone ringing and then they all jump and then uh the babysitter comes around which i like how she did it her, only her hand came around and, like oh hit, yeah hit the light but uh and then she mentioned that she's there watching the cats so i was like fuck they <laughs> they could have went with the cat but they just didn't which i appreciated for some small th- reason i was like i i thought for sure it was gonna be a fucking cat so well, we well we don't that uh kid isn't missing but we do get it cuts away for a minute and we get a scene of a a, a, a different kid just leaving a house at night and he's walking home alone it's he's like a 15 year old kid and we hear footsteps running up on him and dude that genuinely scared me it creeped i was just like fuck could you because we didn't see the killer obviously or anything and i i felt so scared for this kid yeah, who I just saw, literally just walked out of the house first time meeting him, and already well you just, knew the way it shot. Yeah, you yeah I felt the grim ickiness of what was you know you knew because also like at this point we're into the movie we're not going to introduce yeah. this new kid he's not going to be a part of the group so as soon as he stepped out I'm thinking okay here we go now we're going to get a kill and instead you know and it creates that grim terror that you were talking about and then he gets something put over as like. I think maybe it was the same bandana he used later in the movie. Maybe that was more foreshadowing. I don't remember. Yeah, it was but, just chloroform, yeah. I'm sure. Chloroform and like takes him out and he pops back up later. But I was like, yeah. Chlorophyll. Yeah. More like borophyll. <laughs> <laughs> uh also I like Davies uh as he's kind of leading the crew and all the shit. He I think he goes back at least twice to uh blaming raccoons for <laughs> for multiple yeah. I will say that's one thing that kind of annoyed me about Davey. He's very confident and cocky, like he knows what he's doing. And I mean, maybe that's part of being a kid and pretty realistic, but it was just like, kid. The thing that bothered me is they kept going after other things to investigate Mackie. When Davey, in the beginning of the movie, was in the basement and saw a padlocked door and wasn't like, hey, we know when he's not going to be home. Let's go down to that basement and search there first. Instead, it's like, let's try and put a walkie-talkie outside his window. Let's try and dig up his yard and all this shit. It's like, why not? The plan they they do in the end of the movie, why didn't they do that first? That's the only thing in the movie that I caught. Like, I know, obviously, you need a movie, but it's just, it's frustrating. It's like, fuck, if you had just well, done that from the get-go. Uh, yeah, I guess a lot of that I didn't really think too much of because at the end of the day, they're, they're kids. And then yeah. maybe they're more short-sighted. So maybe, although that could be in mind, once they see like an oblong dirt patch in the yard, it's like, oh, we have to yeah. take that. it's like a, it, it's a detractor. Like, oh, let's, something shiny is over here now. Let's go towards yeah. that. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that was Dude, fun. how about the scene when they, they go and put the walkie-talkie up in the lattice and as yeah. and Mackie opens the window and he says, oh shit. And then the next day when he goes to try and, fuck with it mackie's there and sees the gi joe i was just like 
fuck. And then he mm-hmm. says something like, hey, you want these old CB radios I have? They pick up everything. And I thought that was going to come back later. I was like, is he listening to these kids talk on their, their radios? That never gets addressed. But then when he goes back later and he's looking around with his binoculars and sees Mackie looking back at him yep. through the window, and he's like, fuck. And he looks back in the walkie-talkie sitting in the windowsill. I had fucking chills. And movies don't really ever affect me this way, but for some reason... This one just had me. I feel like this could be such a different movie upon rewatch for me thinking about it now. Cause you just describing like that walk, like, hey, I got these other ones. If you want the real thing, what you want to come inside, I'll show you right now. It made me like now thinking about it, it puts me in the mindset of, dude, maybe he would have just fucking got him right there. Yeah. Had he gone in, but he said no. But when we were watching, when I'm watching it for the first time, I don't know that that's the killer. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. But now I'm thinking like, oh, I'm, there's so many like this would be a great rewatch seriously it'd be like a, kind of almost like a little bit with fresh eyes that's what it's yeah the pull that off is very it's that's pretty good well before we get towards the end one of the things that i was really hope because obviously this has the trope of the kids want to get evidence before they tell any adults because they don't think the adults will believe them mm-hmm. sure enough they get some pretty hard evidence i think um to where I think if I was a parent and my kids came to me with this, I would just go to the police. But whatever. Davey decides to tell his parents with his friends. And of course, the parents are just like picking up on all the raw things. Like we, we followed him to the store and they're like, you are spying on him? And it's just like, hold up. How about there's a serial killer on the loose killing kids my age? Just humor me instead well, oh this is davy with newspaper clippings of bigfoots and aliens okay, attached I all over it. his wall they've been through this shit before he stalked trespassed uh you know breaking and entering damn at this point stole i get it so but it was the fact that the other kids were involved i would like to think that they, if they had all stood up and said like it's true like i understand instead they're just kind of quiet and they played it how friends would play it like oh now that we're in trouble they backed off i guess yeah yeah so it was kind of like it's like well it's never really been he's never really had such a good point before like they were kind of like they i think they played it perfectly to be honest Uh, yeah you're right you're right it just i guess it was frustrating because i'm like fucking believe them which is what it's supposed to be and it got to the point where like there was a part of me that came like i said like i'm i like to have fun with it so i tried to think about every option so at first i I actually from pretty early on i was like i actually think mackie is it's good i think it is going to be him with other little but i always i like to explore the other options there's a part of me i was thinking like man what if davy's dad is a part of this what if they're in it together or what if it turns out that mackie's not the serial killer but he just so happens to be like just a fucking child molester like I was trying to think mm, of where I would go, you yeah, know, like, yeah, okay. it, like it's like, no, he wasn't like, what you think I'm what, but it turns out he has been fucking like molesting kids or whatever the fuck, you know, like, <laughs> fuck, man. Well, like, let's talk about that. The consequences of him telling his parents, I, I started thinking during the scene, I was like, oh no, is, is his dad going to make him fucking apologize? Like how dads would back then. And yeah. sure enough, when he's like, we're walking over there right now and clearing this up and you're going to apologize. And my fucking skin crawled. I couldn't, I was, I, holy shit. I couldn't imagine having to, I was like, no, fuck. And from there on, it was just. What about being Davey and 
legit believing with all of your soul. That it, that's what I mean. Murder. That's why. Yeah. I, yeah. And then you have to stare at him and say, sorry for doing this. Sorry. I put this out there was still in your head. Like I'm saying this to someone who is to a scary murderer. Yeah. And, you know, and my dad's like, we're all crowded around. And they even had the cool thing where, uh, fucking Mackie shows up at Davey's house. Like, Hey, yeah. just, you know, do you want me to talk to your parents? Make sure, you know, I don't, I don't you know, we're neighbors. I'd hate for there to be any bad blood between us. Like, and Davey's kind of like, no, well, well, you did offer the other day, like to call your nephew. You said it was your nephew who got, you mind doing that now? And Davey goes around the corner and he's actually kind of like breathing heavily. Like, he's like scared because he's so believed the guy, which is such an important scene. Yeah. Gives him the phone. And of course he calls them, huh? Well, you know, maybe there's, you know, they do baseball, maybe that baseball. And like, there's no, do you want me to try, come back over and try again later? And Dave's like, no, that's good. Like, dude, there's some subtle joke shit. Even like yeah. talking about it now, it's like, it's good shit man it's tense it's fucking awesome dope performances and then when he goes back and he's calls the operator he's like yeah can you tell me the number dialed and i saw the board that he was going to write on from earlier remember because we, yep. we see that board. and i said no fucking and sure enough he writes down and he looks down and matches mackie's phone number which is on the board and i said this movie's fucking great how the like because i haven't heard a lot of people talk about it and if i do i hear it's People say it's okay, which I astounds me because to me it's 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 a gem and deserves to be seen, um, especially if it's not spoiled for you. I think it's just mm. a fucking fun nostalgic ride. Uh, hey, I wrote, I wrote this, you... um, the the horny kid mm -hmm. when uh, remember they broke into the shed and that's where they found the shirt, a bloody shirt. Yep, the guy and. Uh, the, of course, the uh, the horny, uh, the bad boy, he knew how to pick the lock. My thought was, uh, of course he knows how to pick the lock because how else would he get his necklace on and off? Did you notice he was wearing a chain with a pad, mini padlock as a necklace? I did not notice that. <laughs> this guy, if he didn't know how to pick the lock, we have a real problem. <laughs> we have a real problem. Did you, do you remember the line he says when he, he's like, how do you know how to that lock? do you remember said, the line he says yep he holds up the pick and he says because that's the way the cookie crumbles no oh, he sorry. says i know how to work a hole i'm not kidding dude that's what he says he says i know how to work a hole <laughs> of course he does wow wow but i was like you know even that's realistic because that's how fucking kids talk they talk shit they talk just I, bullshit I I was about to say, like, that's not how I talk, but we have all these fucking episodes now, and I'm sure we probably said the exact line <laughs> at some point on here. So, I know how to work a hole. So, I will say, uh, do you, okay, so remember earlier when we find out, like, after getting confronted, all of a sudden, Mackie is the one, they're watching him on TV, and here's yeah. the officer that took him into, you know, inc like incarcerated the Cape May killer, and it's, of yeah. course, Mackie. Do you remember, uh, I know this is, no one can relate to this. Do you remember Kurt from Toys R Us? I one think of, so. One of the bosses? I think he, so. He looked exactly like a former, like, boss of ours. Strangely, when he was, like, on the television set to where it could have been him. And I also didn't, a part of me kind of wishes his name wasn't Mackie. Because, dude, all I could think about was, like, apologize to this killer 
and they go, oh, okay, okay, Zora, Mr. Mackey from, from South Park. Right. I really, like, couldn't they go with just any, I mean, I don't know, Haney or something? They would have, okay, just, all right, boys, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I, I didn't murder anyone, okay. Let's talk about that too, because that that goes back to what I was saying about the parents not believing him and making him apologize, grounding them. Then we have this scene where I wanted to punch the mom in the fucking face because she's like, "I want you to see this," and it's the news conference, and she's like, "That man over there isn't a serial killer; he's a fucking hero or something." And I'm just like, "I'm like, mom, you're going to be proven wrong, and something's going to happen to your son or something, and you're going to be all weepy and shit. You're be like, I must be so proud of you, son. Like, I can't imagine if I lost you and." oh man i got white knuckle angry because i just knew that was coming obviously right so but thankfully we actually get a decent fucking payoff with that because the kid they they organize a plan and davy finally goes in with the, the the babysitter and woody and they go down there with his dad's video camera and they get into the room and they find dead body and they find a living kid from earlier that was kidnapped yeah and then they show and then it cuts to them showing it to the chief of police with the parents there and bunch of other officers and i was like fuck yeah i was like i literally went yes fucking yes because i was so glad i was like at that point bullshit's over no like oh was this faked did you are you really trying i was just i'm so happy they did not like like and you broke in the yard so and so you touched my camera (laughs) you used my (laughs) video camera how did and broke into this yeah, man's house i thought for, i was like please don't have some weird thing to where they like look into something else instead like the fucking like he's just like get everyone over to that house like right fucking i was like thank you thank you yeah. that's what well then talking. he even he looks at the parents of davies and says you should be grateful like you should be mm-hmm. and proud of him he, your son's a hero and i said fuck yeah that's got to yeah. be the biggest fuck you mom and dad yeah. and then they're in the car but they actually had a really nice scene where the dad's choking up yeah he's just like like i i'm sorry or something and i'm proud of you yeah um it gotcha and then they're all searching the house and woody decides to stay the night and they're just like you think they'll find him or something he's like well he's got no place to hide mm-hmm. and i just and dude I, the the happiness i felt from him you know the truth finally coming out yeah i I had forgotten what happened. So as soon as that ha- literally like tur- a, a switch w- turned in me and I just was like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and I felt ill. So Dave physically ill is sleeping peacefully and he goes and you got a good vibe from him thinking he went to sleep comfortably for the first time in a while. Like, Hey, like, yeah. you got like, where's he going to blah, blah, blah. And then the fucking shot, of the fucking attic stairs slowly coming down and you're yeah. like and they did it at the pace where you're watching like no shit and then i'm thinking like he's been in there a while the whole time that's where he's been then i'm thinking about Dude, him in the attic <laughs> there's a scene earlier in the movie where the dad mentions something about when they first moved in or someone mentions it that mackie helped davy's dad do something up in the attic or helped move stuff up into the attic so even that is just like a little fucking thing wow. later on if you and, catch it. And there's it, there's there's actually a lot of that because another one happens here right now when Davy fucking wakes up 
with fucking chloroform over his mouth and it's staring in fucking Mackie's eyes because it, obviously it's Mackie who came down from the fucking attic. And it was a creepy shot of him walking in too because they hold that shot of nothing. No, no one there. Yeah. In the entrance of the hallway, and then he steps in, and he's just kind of like blank faced. So, Davy and Woody wake up in a car, and now uh, he makes them play manhunt again. Which well, is he wakes up with movie. Woody. He wakes yeah. up with Woody. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the yeah. back of a car. Yeah, and he scares them out of the car, and they go run into the woods, and the woods to, are creepy as fuck. To play gets- manhunt, which has been referred to in the movie before, so another like foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. Well. Ugh. I love he gets on the bullhorn. He's just like, we're going to play manhunt, boys, for real. And it says something. I was terrified, dude. And I know what's coming, but I don't want to say I started hyperventilating, but the anxiety got so bad. I'm just, because I'm in this car. Mm -hmm. So I'm cramped in this car. I have no choice. Like, it's not like a movie where I can just pause, go get a drink, walk away, kind of, you know, pet my dog. I'm just locked in this car, just I can maybe look out the window, but I'm just stuck. So I'm like, all right, fuck. I started literally breathing heavy. No movies ever really affected me like this. Uh, But this just, I don't know, just cut right into me. So they're playing Manhunt and they're running around and they realize they're in the middle of fucking nowhere on like an island or something. Yeah, they hit water like twice. They they run this, they get there and it's just water. Then they go opposite direction or whatever, water again. Tell me though, you wouldn't just fucking jump in that water and just... I did have that and thought. just start going. I was like, I was like, I'll just jump in that fucking water. And then I was like, wait a second, would I or would I just let him kill me instead? Because my thing with water. <laughs> so probably in that moment, I'd have to think I would just fucking go for it. And then there's like they're hiding behind something, and you see the fucking flashlight behind them. They're being manhunted. They're playing manhunt, and fucking Woody goes, "I can't die tonight. My mom needs me." Yeah. And you felt it because you were like, you know what? She does. Yeah. Well, she they slipped and fell in. Th- and that's where we find where he's been ditching the bodies with the yeah the, the sodium chloride or whatever it was that mm-hmm. he's been using to dissolve the bodies. It's like a sw- pit out in the middle of the fucking woods. And you see skeletons and bones. Yeah. So Davey. So, yeah, Woody says that. And Davey's like, you're not going to die. I got you to this. I'm going to get you out of this. I'm going to distract him and you head for the cruiser. And Davey takes off. I love it. He's like, Wayne, you fucking freak. I'm, a, I'm over here. I'm mini me. Come get me. You know. Uh, so he takes off running and Woody goes the opposite direction. And dude, Davey stops, is looking around a tree and then fucking gets his Achilles tendon cut. And he screams. And I was like, oh, fuck. And Mac is just like, you fucking stay there and walks off. Oh, oh and man. dude, I'm just sitting there like about to fucking cry my eyes out because <laughs> I know what's coming. And sure enough, because when I watched it before, because I told you I watched this clip. Yeah, this, this is where this, I watched this clip. So this was the clip. But I watched it with no context. So I felt nothing. Of course. Watched the movie, got to the clip, and I'm literally, I'm getting teary eyed now just thinking about it because it just fucked me so hard. Woody comes run. He sees the cruiser and he comes running out. And Mackie comes out of nowhere and fucking barrels him to the ground. Takes him, yeah. Shoulder checks him to the ground first. And Woody starts. First of all, I thought maybe like okay, okay, it's clear, and he'll start running, and maybe he just run right into the knife, like like something like that. You know what I mean? Because I was waiting for it. Instead, he gets shoulder checked to the ground, and they drag this shit out. Yeah. And then this is, by the way, Woody at this point. Most likely, he's probably, if he's not your favorite character person in this movie, 
he's up there you feel for him he has like the mom like the heavy set like kid he didn't want to be a part of this shit they made him take his mom's car at one point shoulder check to the ground and then you see his huge knife be taken up by mackie and then here's what made this so good is, is that we didn't see all this crazy gore and kills ahead of time right it was all building to this. That body we see in his basement decomposing is like the only really gory thing we've seen. Yes. And we didn't see it. Like we saw someone get chloroform over their mouth, but we, yeah. you know, and then we saw Achilles slice. But now it's this character that at this point, we're, you know, almost an hour, you know, over an hour and a half into it. And this poor kid and Mackie's mouth and fucking Grat just slits his fucking throat. Yeah. And holds his head up. And keeps his yeah. keeps it open, and while he just fucking dies, and it lingers, and you're just like fucking Christ. And then you can see continue to see like Woody's body, like face first with his arms that like I could like just laying face first, like in the fucking dirt. Like as more scenes go, like cars pass it later and shit like that. Like it's well, it's even yeah. more heartbreaking. Is right before that when he gets knocked to the ground, he starts Davy, Davy. Yeah, and just no, and then he gets he gets fucked, and then uh, Davy finally catches up and sees Woody dead, and then that's when Mackie comes in. And you think Davy's about to get it, okay. um, instead he he gnarly scene. I fucking love the light, the tail red tail lighting mm-hmm. on their faces, and this close up, and he's just in his fucking face saying like, "You stole my life, and you've been yeah. thinking about me. Well, you're gonna keep thinking about me. And all you had day- to, all you had to do was leave me alone." Like, yeah. he, like it basically it was like the message was like maybe he wasn't gonna fuck with Davy and his like all you had to do was just like fucking mind your fucking yeah. business essentially yeah but because Davy's this type of person and he got all his friends involved like you did this to yourself like yeah. now and that's the lesson dead, I was yeah. talking about it's like yep. he thinks it's a fun game but it's not a fun game it's a fucking no. serial killer who's killing kids and yeah this is not your a- place <laughs> <laughs> and he basically does it. He's like, I want to kill you so bad, but that's not enough. Instead, I want you to think about what I'm going to do when I come back for you. And I am going to come back for you. When every day you're going to think, is this the day? And then one day it will be. And he's holding his fucking head. Like, yeah, like, I mean, like, yeah. Like, like and they're you about believe, to kiss. Yeah. And you believe like, like, I want to kill you so, like, so bad right now. But like, he wants more of him to suffer and live his life uncomfortable than to kill him, which is even more fucking sick. And it's like, I'm just sitting there at this point, like, holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, it's like, where do we go from here? And he takes, and like, Mackie, and he, he leaves him there. Yep. That's Mackie's exit from the movie. Yep. And then, yeah. and then the movie begins its wrap up. Uh, Davy finally, they finally find Davy and he gets back to his family. And you see, remember that scene? Like, after I guess it's like a few days after he gets out of the hospital. He's just in his room and he hugs his fucking legs to his chest and just like starts crying and kind of like rocking. Yep. And then uh, we get a little uh, narration from him. And it's so sad because we really don't get a wrap up in the sense of we don't see Woody's funeral. We don't see him and his other friends bonding again. Instead, we. He's riding through the neighborhood and we see his nerdy friend and the other character not even barely look at him as he rides by. They, yeah, they gave him the cold shoulder because it's like he did, like, the, he's get, basically that what told me, I think this is what they were going for. Like, you got us into this fucking shit. You did this. Like, we all, and look what fucking happened from it. Like, yeah. our friend's dead. Like, and they just gave him the cold shoulder. And, and by the way, they're throwing pieces of their 
fort down because remember he was saying my asshole step like the yeah horny kids asshole said they wanted to tear it down so they're out throwing their fucking old fort piece which is a good little symbolism of like youth being you know being destroyed yeah that's awesome um then he rides by woody's house and it's foreclosed so you're just like fuck that poor mother god damn and then you see the babysitter drive off in the backseat of a car like she's like she's gone out of his life too so even his like little like love interest whatever you didn't even get to finger popper (laughs) (laughs) god damn it and he rides up to mackie's house and it's still cautioned off with police tape and he just pulls out a piece a newspaper that says killer still on the loose and that's it that's the end yep so this what the movie starts off fun and you know really and it ends on such a grim stomach churning sad note well it starts with narration from davy and it ends with narration from davy but one of the things i took from what he said at the end narration he said people hardly ever let you know who they really are and you're just sitting there like i've already been taken on such a ride don't hit me with that shit now too because then you start equating it to your own fucking life (laughs) and you're just like yep well he says the same exact narration in the beginning that he does at the end but Mm -hmm. he just obviously says it differently and the way he fucking reads it or narrates it in the end when he says uh people hardly ever let you know who they really are and then he he gets choked up and you hear like tough pill to swallow i know and that you're I'm like fuck fuck this movie for making me feel this way i was not expecting that going into it that is for sure yeah it's it's underrated again i don't think it's got i think it has some high reviews but i think mostly it's just been kind of forgotten about and the mm-hmm. people that do see it they're like it's okay or they really like it um i think you know obviously a few people have said oh it rips off stranger things and other yeah, shit yeah well but- like i think with like the score i think the score was like pretty noticeable there was like a lot of it and pre- a like, lot of synth yeah yeah that was but it fit i mean it wasn't no i didn't i there bought was... two songs on itunes today from it <laughs> just because i loved it uh uh, and i don't know i fuck i bought it on amazon the blu-ray it was like 13 bucks i said fuck it i want this one i want to watch special features if there are any um you know the kid the horny kid he was the kid who played the main character in the babysitter and the babysitter too oh okay yeah. so he's he's a dope little dude acting in dope some cool dude. horror shit um, i think woody was in the good girls I think that's a popular show i had a joke about like why they picked his character to die uh-huh. it was easier to hide the neck slit effect uh-huh. no telling where that came from you know what i'm saying come on man <laughs> dude would you've been more Hill lost a lot of weight since this movie <laughs> would you've been more upset if it would it was woody the perfect character to kill was that the most impactful because of the mom situation or would you have felt equally as sad if it was one of the other kids like eats or no that's the that's the most impactful one they could have killed for me just with with the mom thing obviously some shit's going and they didn't even dive into it or really explain it that much that's all they needed to say it was just so and we moved on like it was good like that's all we needed like if they would have killed like the little horny kid or the nerdy kids like oh would have been a bummer like the kid the nerdy kids parents are gonna be like pretty bummed out but we're like i don't know especially when what he says 
I can't die tonight. My mom needs me. That's that. And then they had to throw that in there. And then when he's like face first and you see the, like the knives and the, they drew it out. They made you think about it too. It wasn't like a quick, you're like, Oh my God. And you're just watching like, there, when he goes so long partner. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how I felt. Uh, uh, wait, re- real quick. How about I like to ask this one. Obviously we're not of age. We're not these kids anymore, but uh, today, like uh where we are now who would we play what do you think uh, oh if we could just like pick like if we were at that age or what i'm thinking us i'm thinking us now oh thinking us now so we couldn't be the we couldn't be the kids okay uh i don't know i like to think i could play a good mackie i had you down for two different possible answers one was mackie so we've been lining up pretty quick with Okay. Most often. Hold on. Let me guess the other one then. Um, you're not, but go ahead. All right. Hang on. Wait. I'm not what? You're not going to get this. Oh. I don't even think you're going to know who I'm talking about. Okay. So, first of all, I had Mackie first. I said, or when they had the party to celebrate catching the. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The so called serial killer. Yeah. uh, There was a a guy playing keyboard at the beginning. And I, I don't know why, but I had Mackie or the guy playing keyboard at the We Caught the Serial Killer party. Okay. I don't know why. It just flashed to him for not that long. And just what if was, I had played both and they I just wore a disguise for that? Scene. Like, for I some reason, they could not find someone to play the keyboard. I would love it. Uh, I would be the black cop. I was going to joke. I, that's what I was going to say. I'd say <laughs> Mackie or the black cop. That's who... <laughs> I could just picture pulling those kids over and just be like, you know, Woody, I'd bust you right now. But if I didn't have to look at you, my mom and church on Sunday. Go on now. I could see you playing that role. I could see you playing um Davy's dad. Oh just... god, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I could have seen you giving it a little bit mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh-huh. a, a, a bearded, little bit more. A bearded guy with a blonde wife who's kind of a shithead. I'd have to really research it. Um, well, that's kind of a tool is what I'm saying. I could, I could pull it off. Well, look, this was a very unexpected, awesome watch for me. Well, I have a question. Okay. Do you have any stories from your childhood or from now of like a crazy neighbor or like a, like a situation with a neighbor mm. that's not obviously a serial killer, but unless you do, but... Anything that sticks out as like a fun. Uh, I did. I have, have a shit ton. I had an. Well, you grew up in Florida. Yeah. So you're gonna have a myriad of things. I did have a neighbor that was caught killing hookers. <laughs> but that's not worth diving into. <laughs> no, dude. Sorry. Literally, when you <laughs> when you said when you said that, all I could think about, like I like. I grew up, and all, my first thought was like two houses down. I had a neighbor who was like this super Italian guy who wore a gold chain and never wore a shirt. It was super hairy, back, chest, arms, and like uh, the rumor what you know the super like nice guy and whatnot. But uh, it was talked about that I little uh, little had some uh, coke or sold coke or bought coke or something. Who knows? But uh, 
nothing crazy no weird weird stuff with any any neighbors that i i can recall but are you saying that you have stories of neighbors that with I mean, they're not obviously as crazy as, oh, I live next door to a serial killer. But I was just, I was watching this movie and I thought like, the idea of neighbors is fucking strange. Because the last line that Davey says is, even serial killers live next door to somebody. Right. And I was like, that's pretty fucking crazy. And then I was just thinking about all the fucking animal, or animals, sorry. Can you hear my dogs? That's why I thought the word animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I'm no not going to be able to get the... The way your mind worked right there. You know, all the, and then a bark, you know, the way all the bark animals worked and what, what happened to my brain just then? <laughs> you had the brain of one in, of an animal. Uh, is it too annoying? Sorry, audience. Is it too annoying? No. Cause I don't, no, okay. no, Cause I don't know if I can get them to stop and I want to make my point. Uh, I started thinking about all like my childhood, how many fucking weird interactions I've had with neighbors my entire life. Like, um like even right now my neighbor he's a fucking asshole and we've been having problems with him and our dogs and um like my buddy nico's seen him run out to the seen him run out to his car yelling at somebody saying he's gonna fucking kill them and then he's i've seen him one time yelling at our other neighbor like fuck you bitch i'm gonna fucking kill you bitch so that's what i'm dealing with now but going backwards uh, I think that's what my neighbors dealt with <laughs> coming from my, my, I used to have this neighbor that, uh, I used to play with. He was eight. I didn't know it. He was 18 and I was like 10 and we would play Yu-Gi-Oh and he was kind of, they live in a ch- shitty trailer. Like if you look at my neighborhood, they're, they're older houses, but at least they're houses. And then there was this, fu- there's just this fucking trailer in this shitty old house and right, his well, mom and his sister still live there. He's a kid. And uh, well, it's you know, it's she has, but at least it's a house, but it's, it's gross. Yeah. Okay, it's gross. all right, all right. And um, there's like incest involved with all them and whatever. And oh. I'm not even joking. Uh, but anyways, he, I guess, one day he just stopped showing around, and I, my mom and dad stopped letting me play with him, and I never saw him anymore. And then I came to find out that he tried to stab his mother with a kitchen knife, and they, she had to like have him sent away or something and they wouldn't let you play with them anymore no but they didn't tell me that Uh, um and then there was these other redneck trailer trash kids that lived down the street when i was really young mm -hmm. and i would go down and play with them because fuck it i'm a kid i like you know whatever i played with their the kid my age and one day i went down there to play play with them (laughs) and he brought out his bag of toys and i noticed the bag had shit on it like (laughs) literal shit and his fingers like touched it. And he didn't even and, like he didn't even notice it. And he started hand like pulling out toys. And I, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So I literally said, I don't hey. think we have enough toys. Uh, why don't you go get some more in the house? And as soon as he went in the house, I fucking ran all the way back to my house and never hung out with him again. Cause I didn't know how to I didn't know how to address that situation. And then um, he came back out just straight up holding the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hey, I got <laughs> i got Dill? my i got my howdy duty figure um Dill? then there was a um there's a pedophile who lives down the street who was a accused a pedophile who was accused okay. of fucking kids who lives down the street still lives there and he like helps operate like drug 
shit in the neighborhood. Um, okay. Then there's there was these college girls that lived down the street when I was really young, uh-huh. and I my we would play ding dong ditch and we would dare each other to do shit to our neighbors. Like one time they dared me to stick a pine cone in someone's muffler, uh-huh. and I did. And then oh, I no. felt so bad. I told my mom and she had to walk over to the neighbors and tell them and they had to fish it out. And I was like watching through the window. Um, but they dared me to go ding dong ditch these college girls that lived in the house. Uh-huh. And I did, but I didn't run. <laughs> I didn't, you forgot I, the ditch part? I was young, dude. I, I can't even remember how young I was, but I was young enough to where I wasn't thinking you know, wow. so I ding dong and they opened the door like, oh, hi. I remember looking up at them and then being like, well, hi, cutie. Like, who are you? And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I forget what I said, but they invited me in. Oh. And I don't remember. I remember what? me. I remember me standing in the living room and they saying how cute I was and like sitting uh, oh like all three looking at me and at me just standing there like. like you don't remember what happened? What I don't remember what happened, but I do remember. uh my parents showed up and were like pissed. I remember like getting yelled at. I remember there being cops involved, but I don't remember what. What and the then fuck all, are you saying right now? And then all I know is they they weren't there. They they moved away. That's all. No, like I never brought it up to my parents. I never. What are we but, diving into right now? I don't know, but it's it's true. It's one hundred percent true. I don't what know. Old case? Are we opening up? Right now? I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it's fine, regardless. Um, I don't think I don't think it is. Then hold on, I got more stories. Then we used to have no. thieves breaking in, or people would break uh, into houses in the neighborhood, and they broke into my uncle or my grandfather's laundry room, which is my laundry room now. Mm-hmm. It's outside and it's got its own door with a glass window. And one day he goes out there and finds the glass has been broken. There's a hole. They unlocked it just to steal the fucking change that was on the top shelf from like doing laundry and finding change. Oh, wow. So he put a mousetrap inside the fucking door, right? Uh, glued it right next to the lock. And sure enough, he came out the next, like a few days later and blood fucking everywhere. Whoa. Um, another oh, mousetrap. My dad has a big backyard. He set up a tree stand. Uh-huh. Him and my grandfather would take turns sitting up there with rifles at night. I'm not even kidding for intruders because people were going through the neighborhood stealing shit they broke into my mom's car and stole all her game boys and um some of her jewelry and shit they stole her, my dad's boat motor off the back of his boat because it was backed up against Florida. the fence um it, my my grandfather went swinging on two motherfuckers with a boat or one night because they were talking about breaking in the house and they didn't oh, see him sitting there my god this is the most florida shit i've <laughs> ever heard in my life um let but, me guess you're they fucking cheesed it before your dad or your grandpa could get a hold of him on a fan boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and my dad racked the shotgun or the whatever on two guys walking one night because they were talking like that fucking crazy motherfucker swung at me with an aura. Good thing I didn't get hold of him. They didn't know my dad was sitting there and he just says, y'all motherfuckers keep walking. Keep your mouths fucking shut till you get to the end of the street. And they're like, what you going to do? And he, um, it was fucking crazy and it just seemed kind of normal to me until i got older and was like you know we lived this is fucking nuts <laughs> all these stories i have um there's definitely more but those are the top and again they're not serial killer levels but they're definitely when i think about all the characters that have lived on my street in the fucking 
things that I've seen and been through. And you know, it did re- it did remind me of now you've I think you've only been to my my father's place once because I had just like broken up, went back there just for a little bit, then moved back out. But when we met, I was there anyway. I used to like I would live down in the basement of that place, and like my dad and my brother, they'd be out there riding like four wheelers and shit like that all the time. So. Yeah, they're kind of a maybe a little rednecky type family. Anyway, people try and break in all the time. Still, like all the time, my dad has so much shit. They try and steal shit. My dad has like cameras and oh my god, the shit that's happened there. Anyway, there was a time where I was staying there in the basement, and my window was like foot level because of that. So I had a window, but it was like level with the ground. So if I looked out, I'm looking at like it's even with the ground. And I can right. see out, but uh, so I would just put something and like block it. But I guess you can, I guess if maybe you could peek around or like maybe if there's a crack in the, if you see the light down there or something like that. Anyway, uh, I was a young man. I had a lady, lady friend down there and we were just, we had just got done um, a session of, what would you want to call it? Uh, I'm trying not to be less vulgar on this podcast should i or should i just ah fuck it so we had just got done a session of vigorous love passionate love making and uh like just got done and then my dad's like coming down like the basement steps and he's just like like kind of like out of breath and shit like i'm like hey what like hey hey he's like calling my name Joe. hey jeffro and i come out like hey what's going on he goes like he's like everything all right i'm I'm like everything's great i'm (laughs) I'm calm. Turns out him and my uncle just chased off two guys. One dude, like, uh, I couldn't really see him, peeking in the window where I just, where I was just, and I'm a young guy, and just chased him. And he, and like, he goes, all we like, him and my uncle chased him off. They're like, like looking in my window as I was like having sex with someone. And and like, he said, when you get to see, I just knew one guy like had like dread, I could tell he had like dreadlocks and stuff like that. Chased him all the way across like a main highway and everything like into the woods, whatever they fucking got, like got parked away or what, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. If they were just coming to steal something, but then stopped and were like, but I just remember severely being creeped out, which just because I told that story, I don't know when this would ever come up again. There's another story being a young man before uh you know having my own place or uh had a girlfriend whose mom wouldn't let her like like come to my house or like spend the night or anything like that we would only be allowed to hang out in public places mm-hmm. for you know certain reasons they didn't, didn't want us but it wouldn't stop it would be in the theaters out we'd just walk to the woods or something like that so this is what we did so you know where the Harford Mall is, FYE, that you go to when you visit here? Yep, yep, yep. So we walked across, and there's a baseball field across from the Best Buy. Yeah. So we walked past the baseball field, and those were, like, the nearest woods. So I went there, and, like, empty. It was, you know, I don't know if it, it wasn't essentially in the middle of the day, but it was close to it. It's like, evening time, but there's no one around. You can't see houses. You can't really see to the road. We're deep enough in there behind trees and shit. And um, we start going at it, and not to be vulgar, but this particular uh lady friend was like i had her kind of like uh bent over like a like a by a tree mm-hmm. and we're like going at it and doing it and we're getting kind of towards the tail end here because you know we still want to be quick and i'll look to my right and i'll look over and i literally like make eye contact 
with uh some dude with like a blonde ponytail and as soon as i looked up and we made eye contact he like turned and then like started like looking as if he was like looking for something on the ground like he like like he just randomly like oh i lost something in the woods a little while ago like and i remember like instantly stopping and like okay i was like uh i don't know i don't want to say anything right now but let's uh let me take it to the my lady friend let me take your hand let's go ahead and walk away i'll explain later and uh i have to admit the uncomfortability which this is how i'm going to try and make these stupid fucking stories relate to this movie the uncomfortability of like thinking like oh my god like how long were we being watched were we yeah. watched yeah. What, what was seen was nothing seen really was a lot seen like what how and or and that the second story i just told like there's a real like to the point where i still remember it so vividly to where i remember this person quite a bit yeah i don't have the best memory in the world but i don't know how that trailed from like neighbors and stuff like that but you just say like all the, the shit like it works no i mean that's uh that, that that's why i don't uh like having windows open i, I oh. always have curtains drawn and mckenna is not that way if it was her way she'd have those see-through curtains we could do and, a pot we could do a pot on this why are girls like that i don't know but it pisses me off and she's constantly opening the windows and then leaves them open and i'm like i come out there first thing i do shut <laughs> lock oh you know whatever I have, I have to do all my blinds are always shut yep always completely everything I have blackout curtains in my room. And then just like the other day, um, whenever my mother comes here, she'll come here to like, you know, see her, see her grandchildren or like, you know, I had a birthday party recently and I like, I was like, Hey, I'm going to run to the store real quick. And I went with my oldest daughter we went to the store and came back and everything, my mother and grandmother opened up all my blinds and all this natural light to the point where like, I didn't even recognize my place. And it made me realize like, Oh, that's right. And I just had girlfriends and stuff like, like girls that I live with. And it's like, I was like, hey, you shouldn't do this. It's not because I have something against natural light or I just want to yeah. live in the fucking, the shadows. Yeah. I was like, you're an attractive girl. I was like, and I can see right the fuck in here. Yeah. Which reminds me of another story that I'm sorry, but I'm going to, we might as well go down this path just because I really think we went down this movie a little too much. Yeah, no, yeah, let's go. So there was a period of time where I just got a short-term lease because I was just about to move to Philadelphia. And we were living like, it wasn't a, as far to my knowledge, like it wasn't like a bad place, but it was a very, very, very small studio. But it was just the cheapest. We we're going to save money. And where it was a short term lease, a few months, and we we're, we we're out of here. I was just getting this place until I moved to Philly. Anyway, I'm out one night. I had just been uh, recently like got with this lady. And I'm out having a few drinks because I'm getting ready to leave the state, having a few last drinks at the bar with like a few buddies. And I worked like crazy, didn't have a lot of free time. I get a call from my lady at the house saying like uh are you fucking with me and i'm like at a bar like and i think I, I think i'm walking out of the bar i think i'm like getting in the car with uh my buddy i'm like what are you and are you and your buddy uh let's say his name was john is you and your buddy like john fucking with, like john fucking with me and i'm sitting like what what's going on I was, like, I was like john's like john's like, was just looking in the window right i just saw him like in his like white jacket like are you like out there like and i was like lock the doors and close the fucking blinds right now and she goes what yeah. i said i swear to f-. and it got real so fucking quick i was like i'm on my fucking way and like we're like speeding there and i get there and um so someone was looking in a peeping tom was looking in at her 
and she's a new attractive blonde lady it was like inside the house and she i guess he had like a white jacket on which is what my buddy was wearing when he left he had like a white thing on yeah so she thought we had come back and we're like fucking with her looking in the window and shit like that so i said what did you do listen to this here's what she did she goes like i Oh, well, first of all, like my instinct, like I jumped off and like I was hiding with like on the other side of the bed, and then like like it kind of like pissed me off. I didn't know what was going, on. so I opened the door and like stuck my head out and like yelled, and someone like hid behind like a tree. I was like, "You opened the door and stuck your head out when someone was peeping in the window." I was like, "That's how like white bitches like you get your fucking head cut off." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is. McKenna would leave if. She would leave the window, the curtains open even at nighttime if it wasn't for me. We'd be sitting in the living room, lights on, just sitting there like fucking idiots while people. I rock. So, this is what's funny. I hate having windows open, but I love looking through other people's windows. Not like walking up to their house, but like when I'm driving around the neighborhood. Wait, were you have- looking? Were you the one looking at that me? That was me. That was me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You, you, you say a bag and say son of a bitch. <laughs> um, it's just weird thing I have where it's not because I want to see anything I shouldn't see. It's just like, I'm curious. I, it's honestly, I want to see what someone's house looks like. Cause I'm just genuinely curious with like, how'd you decorate your house? Well, no, not even just that. If you walk by and the window is open, like, okay, we were, I was just at a hotel not too long ago in Annapolis yeah. and we were, it was a big grand hotel. And for whatever it had, like almost like a like floor length window and they had their shit open. If I'm in a hotel, my shit is not open. That shit stays shut. I was just going to say, even when I'm at a hotel, like I was this weekend, I was on the third floor. No one's seeing me. No. And these, <laughs> but hey, those curtains are shut. And these windows I'm describing are windows that only people from the inside of the hotel can see. And I'm looking mm-hmm. over and I'm looking and I see their bed and I see people like walking through and I see their TV on. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with them? I can see them. Yeah. That would not be me. My shit is complete. Like, I, I'm not doing anything weird. I just, I don't like the feeling of being potentially seen, but yeah. I'm in the comfort of my own home. It takes yeah. away the comfort of my home. Oh, good. I Lord. think that's what was scary about Mackie looking back at him with binoculars and putting the walkie talkie in the window. I was just like, fuck. Yeah. God, that's so uncomfortable. Um, I agree. The curtain thing is ridiculous. I don't have any stories like the ones you were sharing where peeping toms or anything oh and but yeah and then, by the way uh i found out later like we asked some neighbors or we found out later that there was like some some i was some dude was like kind of like fucked up and he was peeping through multiple windows so it's like a, a a neighborhood peeping tom was around God. but I, I tell you what that is an interesting phone call to get to like somewhat like your, I, yeah. your most like your most cherished thing at the time saying like are you fucking with me and you're not around yet it's like lock the fucking doors and like stay away from the fucking windows like wait till i get there and like walking up to the house i'm like looking all the fuck around i think i even like yelled out like hey hey what like because i i you know i'm coming back from the bar so i had a few drinks at that point so i'm kind of yeah. like i'm ready to fucking go like what the fuck's going on <laughs> so that could have been uh that could have been a lot worse than what it or it could have been great like too bad he wasn't crazier i've got one more story and then we can head to trivia yeah yeah I, I, was, I was young. I don't remember how young, but I was young. Um, and one night I'm sitting in my room and I hear the doorbell ring and I just stuck my head out. And my mom and dad went to the door and there's this old woman who's like going on and on about this is her God. house. This oh. is her house. Like she used to live there and it's her house and like all this stuff. And like, it took her forever to get back to it. 
and my mom and dad are like we know the lady we bought this house from like she lived here for like 20 years and like sold it to my husband and like we've had it since and they actually invited her in and like she was just fucking out there dude invited her in yeah because they wanted to show her the deed because i guess she dropped a few names like she knew like some so like whatever and so i remember just being a little kid like what like and they're like showing her the deed and she's just like staring at it and it's like this is my house but finally she i guess she gave in or whatever i don't remember a lot of it but then she was like well can you at least give me a ride back to my hotel what like i walked all the way here and i don't know why my dad did but my dad was like yeah and then he let me come with him what the fuck so i remember me sitting in the back her sitting in the front with my dad my and we drive to this hotel that is literally like the i don't even I think it's it's still a hotel, but I think it's not even operational. I think people just fucking live there. It's like super sketchy and scummy, and like God. people have trailers there and they just live in their campers and the hotel. I don't know. So we drop her off there, and this guy comes walking up, and it's I can remember it like he was kind of silhouetted, and there was just like a little bit of light on his like bottom half. He was just like, "Hey man, uh, you mind like taking us to the store? We want we want to go get some beers, and we don't feel like walking." And she got out of the car. My dad was just like, "That was like, yeah, no, I got." (laughs) He's like, "No, I got my kid with me. Like, sorry, bud, ain't getting in." And I don't think any. I mean, we drove away, but I don't think he said anything else. But I just remember the entire time just feeling so fucking uncomfortable. At first, I thought it. You know, as a kid, I was like, "Oh, who's this newcomer? Who's you know, like God?" And then next thing you know, I'm just sitting there in the car, and she's fucking weird. She keeps saying like. Like it took her forever to find her house and all this stuff. And she, oh my god! Yeah, it was fucking bizarre. Thankfully, she never came back. Um, no, not yet. Not yet. Well, my parents don't own the house anymore, so that's fine. She'll just um, look across the street and be like, "Well, maybe that was the house." She'll knock <laughs> on your door. <laughs> I le- learned a lot. Well, about see, you. I don't have the patience for that shit. You show up on my house doing this crazy shit, like not my butt, my uh, your butt. My old roommate, X, he, um, Xavier, he, I was at work one night, he was home alone and he, I just get a text. Hey dude, where's your gun? I said, uh, uh, in my desk drawer, why? And he's like, cause there's this fucking naked lady, old lady, like banging on the front door, like screaming for help and scream and like screaming, fuck you. And I said, our house, our front door. <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, I didn't answer. Like, she's just like fucking running around, like yelling. I was like, is she on the property right now? And he's like, no, she's now on the road. And I think she ran down to the next house. I said, why the fuck didn't you shoot her? We're allowed to like open the door, pull the fucking trigger. Like, don't put up with that dumb shit. Well, the cops came and got her. But I I was like, go get my fucking gun, dude. And if anyone comes up to the house like that, and I tell McKenna the same thing, because, you know, she's here a lot and i've showed her how to shoot a gun and i have a few guns stashed about oh, and it's no. and like I, even this weekend when i went away i p- grabbed my pistol and i said hey look here it is it's loaded flick this safety up pull the trigger and pull until there's no more bullets mm-hmm. and aim because and don't fucking hesitate if someone ever tries to get in this fucking house i don't care if they're in the doorway breaking the breaking the glass you shoot them like and end of story no or if there's someone who's scaring you on our property in any kind of threatening way like they're on our property florida we don't have to well, fucking 
we don't have to deal with that shit of oh well you know we have to try and retreat first or they've got to have a a weapon in their hand because i think maryland has that law where if you shoot someone and they have a lower grade of weapon than you do then you get you go to jail there's a lot of weird shooting people in the back and yeah so if i come at you with a knife and you shoot me with a gun you're the criminal (laughs) like what the fuck well listen any door dashers in st augustine listening (laughs) be on your guard just in case dylan places an order with that said good sweet crow before we you love this movie you great good pick yeah yeah it was a great pick i've really really enjoyed this and on that note with the strive for five um we're gonna uh the first question i'm gonna ask you i want to ask you two questions here uh from the category you're not gonna get to choose these first two okay um 1984 will be the category. Oh, okay. 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 Um, good. 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 Somebody came in here, pulled down their pants, and got the big old mud monkey in the urinal. Good. Uh, Dylan, for one point, and let's see where this let's see where this takes us. See if how many more of these questions that we need. But we're definitely we're gonna do these two questions from 1984 category uh, so obviously the answer it's going to be involved with movies that came out in 1984 there you go all right down for one point the movie chud is an acronym that stands for chud cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller that is correct chud movie from 1984 that is the correct acronym. Okay, Dylan. For another point. This never. No, this is the the answer is the movie. Okay. And this movie came out in 1984. This is the story of Melvin, the Tromaville Health Club mop boy, who becomes a local hero. Oh, fuck you, dude. Hold on. The answer is the movie. It is the movie. You just named the movie from 1984. The category is uh, 1984. 1984. Oh, Melvin. A movie. You're answering this movie from 1984. And the limited plot that I'll give you is a story of Melvin, the Tromaville Health Club mop boy. Who becomes a local hero? Fuck. <clears throat> this is a three-point question. So you get a one-point question after this from just another category that you'll get to choose from. Well, they'll be limited, but I don't know. I'm gonna. You said Tromaville. I hope I'm saying it right. T R O M A V I L L E. I'm gonna go just with what I know because I'm not a big trauma guy whatever uh is it the toxic avenger it is the toxic avenger hey my fucking dick is growing by the millimeter dude nicely done (laughs) (laughs) nicely done which means now that was 
should be the most difficult question that you get because now you just answer a one point question from a category that you'll get to choose from and then you wrap this thing up dude but the categories are going to be limited i gotta see what one point questions i have because um full disclosure dylan and i recorded yesterday and we're like doubling up back-to-back pod days here so i didn't have a lot of time to get the questions i do these questions so the only categories I'm going to have for you, Dylan, is clowning around, remakes, and that's all I have, dude. It's clowning around and remakes. The rest are three-pointers, probably, um, that I feel like could be a little more difficult, unless you want me to just, unless you think you'll be more You'd be better at some of these other categories. I can give you all the categories I have questions for if you just want to go for it. Because like I said, I mean, I have horror drunks. You got that right last time. I have horror debuts. I have host of horror, which uh, once that question gets asked, that would be the last of that. Um, Remakes and clowning around. Oh, and I have uh, Universal Movie Monsters one in there too. I mean, I don't mind answering a bunch of them, but I want to answer the one that's going to win me. <laughs> oh, yeah, go for it. So, what, I mean, what are you most comfortable with? What category is you most, are you most Let's do remakes. Let's take a crack. Okay, here we go. So, just p- put a bow on this. All right. Here we go. Remakes. At the beginning of what 2010 remake does the character Jennifer by $19.78 worth of gas. 1978 happens to be the year the original film was released. So your hints basically are, it's a 2010 remake, character named Jennifer, and the the original was from 1978. So from 1978 to this 2010 remake. Fuck me. Character uh, named Jennifer. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, holy shit. Okay. 2010. 1978. 1978 was the original. And then it was 2010. There was a remake with a character named Jennifer. What the fuck? Who got $19.78 worth of gas. Dude, this is a mind fuck because, like, not. 1978 i'm like what the fuck came out that they made a remake of and because halloween hadn't even come out yet so the slasher craze hadn't boomed and then 2010 throws me off 1978 dude i don't know if i'm gonna get this one um uh fuck 1978 2010 2010 remakes came out in 2010 because it's funny 2010 i'm like nightmare on elm street remake came out then um that's all i can think of do you remember a character do you remember a girl named jennifer pumping gas in the uh friday the 13th or uh nightmare on elm street remake no because the original nightmare on elm street came out in 1984 yeah so you rule that out yeah i know that's why it was like mm-hmm. i can't think of any other 2010 horror remakes 
that came out in 1978. 1978, dude. You're going to say it. I'm going to be like, fuck. I hope so. Because if not, um, it's going to be like, oh, maybe that was a way, way tougher. Dude, I, I honestly don't. I don't even think I have a guess. Because anything I think of, I know that it wasn't made in 1978 or, you know, vice versa. Well, think uh, of any old school horror movie that ended up getting a remake. Just go back as far as you can in the trenches, I guess. I mean, you know, it's not, you know, Halloween, Friday, or Nightmare. Um, well, it's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that was 1974. It's not. Yeah, talk it through. It's not a Chucky movie. It's not a Hellraiser movie because that hasn't been remade. Um, it's not Leprechaun. I don't think. No, Leprechaun was 93. Um, that's right. Um, you know what? The only one I can think of of 2010 remake is Piranha. So I'm going to go with Piranha. Piranha 3D was the remake. Did a re- that happen? Then the answer was I spit on your grave. Fuck. I've never seen it. I, I've seen the, <laughs> like certain clips from it, but I would never watch those movies because I don't like rape. Yeah, I know. And that's yeah, that wasn't, yeah. graphic as you can get. So That's one of those that's kind of a, has that, uh, that aura to it of ooh, yeah. avoid that one. That one's a little fucking rough. I've yeah, never unless seen you're into because uh, I'm not. I like revenge flicks, but it's not like oh, I want to see this girl get fucking raped and then her kill her rapists. Nah, I'm good. I'd rather not yeah. watch something that heavy. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Well, Dylan, I still have confidence in you. Let's do. Uh, I mean, so this is on you. Just. uh we have clowning around. Do clowning around. Clowning around? Just right off the bat. Okay. Just, let's do it. All right. Well, here's why I'm confident you're going to pull this off. I do know you've seen this movie. Because the answer is not the movie. You don't have to name the movie. So here it is. It's clowning around. One point. How does the clown puppet in the 2015 movie Krampus dispose of its victims oh it eats them wait clown puppet puppet hold on i can only think of one clown in the movie krampus and it's a giant like jack-in-the-box type of thing mm-hmm. and he devours it eats, eats, eats them alive that's what i remember we'll take it What's the right answer? You, I put had as the answer. It swallows them whole. Okay, but goes down the gullet, swallows them. It was the one point I knew you seen the movie because I knew you shy away from clowning around a lot. And I was just like, if you clicked it, I bet he'd get it. We got it, Dylan. I don't have any movies written down for to be the to pick. So thank God you get to pick again. You did fucking super well with this last one. Now, does it take a turn with what you're about to pick for next podcast? Okay. Well, since you let me win this one, I'm going to let you just pick a number. I have three movies to choose from. One we've both seen. One maybe you've seen, but one I've seen that I really want to watch again. And then one that neither of us seen. It's brand new. I saw a commercial for it, and I was like, I want to check that out. Um, So we both have to rent that one. But I just numbered them one, two, three on my phone. 
Just pick a number, and whatever one you pick is, I'll no. You didn't just read that in order of how you numbered them, did you? Nope. Okay. Because I'm torn. Because I'm not gonna pick two. Okay. Uh, my baby girl just turned one, but soon I have a daughter that's about to turn four. But she is adamant. She keeps telling me, "I'm gonna stay three forever." I'm like, why? Well, I don't know why you want to stay. So I'm torn between you're putting me to choose between my daughters. How could you? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm I'm riding a high off my my sweet sweet Nev, who I can't stop thinking about. My my one year. She just turned one. Let's go with number one. What's the first thing you got down? Yeah, it's the movie we haven't seen. It's called The Night House. The Night House. I saw a commercial on Instagram. I don't know anything about it other than uh, I watched the trailer for it and I stopped it because I didn't want to. I was like, you know, I don't want anything spoiled if it's going to spoil it. It's The Night House. Just came out. They're 2020, you know, 2020 I guess. Um, I think I knew the director. Hang on. Personally? No, the director did The Ritual, which on, which on Netflix. He was a director of the VHS anthology series um it's here's the plot a widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets and i'll leave it at that the night house oh. and what year did you say this is brand new it just came out on i think via like video on, on demand it says 2020 so i'm guessing it was shot and then they haven't figured out what to do with it but they just released it so okay um, I, I put it on my list to watch because i was like you know me mckenna might like this so I said, fuck it. Um, it is too bad you didn't pick the other option, though, because that one would have been fun, too. Do you want to know what it was? Well, if it could be still an option for you next week. No, I'm, I might not pick that. I don't know. I, don't, I think if, I would go with something different. If you think you're just going to... Because I go by moods. You know, it depends on like what we okay, watch. Good. What... Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Well, I then, don't... In that case... It was Freddy's you... dead. <laughs> oh... <laughs> lord i i don't yeah i don't even know i don't yeah i don't even know obviously i'm down to watch a freddy movie anytime but uh i don't know right now i want to see where this goes like i'm watching these movies i have not seen so yeah. i want to i want to continue the streak right now because right now like i'm actually really enjoying myself yeah oh uh, yeah ready or not i really like ready jaws or not. three <laughs> jaws three like i can't stop thinking about um what are we banana splits oh you've seen it before right i've seen that though I've okay that. Right. but uh yeah the yeah, nighthouse right. i it might be good it might be terrible i don't know it i just know the trailer looked spooky and i said you know what i want to watch that with my girlfriend and see if it gets her well we'll see if it does get me oh you you mean you mean i can't yeah, yeah. oh my my fiance fianced okay fine fucking watch it with her then <laughs> i would love to watch these movies with you if i could but uh you you fuck with me too much dude you're you only podcast in a big yellow shirt now <laughs> it's on it's on purpose and i swear to god it would be the funniest bit of all time if every podcast we did you had a bunch of yellow shirts but you had one size larger and i'm like i don't quite get it immediately i'm like you <laughs> I look ketchup and mustard. <laughs> I look like a hot dog. Why do you have a giant red shirt 
an arm's reach. Another opposite. Like, I mean, because I like to party. Hey, McKenna, uh, it's it's almost midnight. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit, <laughs> I'm gonna hit Walmart and get a get a box of my shirts. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to come? Jeff, you're so silly. Walmart's not open 24 hours anymore. It's not. No. At least not mine because of COVID. Fucking Biden. (laughs) (laughs) This damn coronavirus is ruining everything. On the road trip back, I saw a clearance section of t-shirts at this gift shop at south of the border in South Carolina. And it was a shirt that said, red, white, and Biden. And it was just like a flag. (laughs) And it it was like six bucks. (laughs) It's like, what a shirt. No wonder it's on clearance. I just don't know if that, that really works. If the president was like, you know, Josh Blue, it would be like, all right, yeah, go ahead, go for it. Red, white, and Biden. Just because it starts with the letter B. <laughs> what are we doing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like if you had a bumper sticker that said, I'd, <laughs> I'd, taken, <laughs> I'd taken in the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like uh, rubbing the Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, two Clinton jokes, dude. It's 2021. You won't want to trim this bush. (laughs) Uh, It's a good Obama one. uh, You don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, hey. You're not gonna like this dick unless I wash it at a ton. What? Wash? Wash? Well, what? <laughs> Washington. Okay. Anyways, that was summer of '84. Next week's the Nighthouse. Thanks, guys. Uh, go see. Go watch everything. All right. Uh, I'm not a crook.